0: Hi, this is Conan O'Brien. You're listening to Dana, the late night cat.
1: Welcome to another episode of Radio Rehab, your news and entertainment dealer. If you want to call or text, the phone number is 415 496 9511. Email Radio Rehab at Gotoproductions.com. That's G O T O Productions.com. On the Facebook, the Twitter, and the Instagram, it's at Radio Rehab, Dana, D A Y N A. And I'm obviously Dana. If you like this show and you're listening to this show, I highly suggest, aka beg, that you go on iTunes and like it and subscribe to it. I've never brought this up before because it feels weird saying it, but no, really, do it. Thanks, seriously. It'd be awesome since I'm your dealer. Of information.
2: <laughs> and it makes a big difference.
1: Yeah, and it makes a big difference. When, when, you, when Then we can travel to your town.
2: When, when we get comments and, and, and ratings on the show, it's a big deal.
1: I'm really excited about this show today. You are about to hear an interview with Daniel Scheinert and Daniel Kwan, also known as Daniels. Uh, they They're the directors of Swiss Army Man, a movie I got to go see last week at Dolby Laboratories. And I loved it. And I just want to say, when I was going into the movie, I'm a very jaded person. I've seen a lot. I've done a lot. I've read a lot. And I I was really under the impression that there are no new ideas out there. You know, there's nothing original. There's no original concept. I'm sorry. I'm a big music fan. Huge music buff. And almost everything I hear, I can tell you where the influence came from. It's jaded. It sucks. I I try not to be. One thing I'm not, though, is a music snob, I'll listen to any kind of music. I don't care. If it's good, I'll dance to it. Like I'm not a music snob, but I'm a little bit jaded. Also, with movies and books and stuff like that, this was the most brand new, awesome concept ever, and I'm not making that up. I don't. I don't do that. I. I'm. If I don't like something, I straight up. I'm just like, meh. So, <laughs> you know that.
2: So, um, this is the thing: is when this came across my plate when it got. Put in front of me that they're you know like the the Daniels are coming to town and that there's this movie Swiss Army Man that's coming out and they're doing press for it. Um, I usually the first thing I do is I watch the trailer, see if it's something that's you know like interesting and a fit for any of the shows that I'm working with mm-hmm. or, or, or whatnot. And I w- watch this and the the trailer is so weird and different and and the and the thing about it is is um, I you don't really. I really don't know what the movie is about. It doesn't make it, like the trailer doesn't really explain a whole lot. Oh, to not you. at all,
1: which and, is great.
2: And I just remember watching it and going, "This is like it's very intriguing to me." Like I didn't get to see the screening because there was only one screening. I'm I'm, I'm probably going to watch it closer to the day. Good. But um but the pre-screening before the interview cuz usually uh you know, pulling pulling the curtain back is when we do these junkets. They offer two or three times for you to watch the movie, so that you can watch the movie. Yeah, to
1: make sure you can get to see it before the interview.
2: But this one, they were just like, we have one interview or one screening, and it was at a cool place too. It was it over at the Dolby? Oh, it was it Dolby,
1: and that was awesome. I've never I've, I've never seen a movie there. It was very different. I mean, you're sitting in actual just like. Comfy chairs. Yeah, it's not a movie, but it is a movie theater. It's, it's like you're being. It's like it was. This is. It was like watching a movie in like one of the Getty's houses or something. That's what it felt like. Yeah, Some, or Steve so Jobs' house. I was, I was a
2: little. I I really wanted to go and I couldn't because it, it was just this one Thursday. And I asked you and you're like, yeah, I can make it. And I'm like, okay, this is gonna work out. And and so I started m- making the arrangements for it. But I was watching this trailer and I was like, super. Like, I was just intrigued. I was just like, it's kind of weird and creepy. And I was just like. I, I
1: was it's like, weird I, and creepy. Dana. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what it was. No, I was. like, I get it. I, go, I, I get go, it. This is,
2: well, the Daniels are known for doing music videos, right? Yes. And so I was like, oh, okay, there's this musical aspect of it that ties into, like, you're really. I know that that's kind of up your wheelhouse. In terms totally. Of pop culture and knowing, you know, that kind, that genre. And, you know, like just knowing music, those kind of music factoids. Yeah and and then you know like this movie i was like oh i was like she'll, she'll like this weird freaking movie
1: and i totally did you know and i didn't think i was going to when i watched the trailer i was like nah i don't know I, but the whole movie i i mean after about 5 minutes i'm sucked into you know it what I, I was fascinated i, you know I was what I, like what are they doing it's amazing we're,
2: we're going to get to the interview in a second and you didn't say this in the, you didn't say this in the interview and i thought you were going to was one of your texts to me was I don't like, uh, cause, uh, you you watch watched the trailer and you're like, I don't know if I'm going to like this because I think an animal gets hurt or something like that. Oh yeah.
1: Oh my God. Exactly. And- but it was, uh, okay. I won't go into it, but because I watched, like I, like I, I will say in the interview, I watched it all the way through. I mean, down to the last credit. I know that because I, I have a raccoon thing. I love bandicoons, whatever. Um, you know, but it's not, it's. First of all, I closed my eyes when that scene happened, but second, and I don't want to give the movie away, I know we talked about this like spoilers. Another one of my favorite animals completely kicks some ass <laughs> and it was awesome. And, and, well, and that that's was- the main thing I was worried about. I was like, if that if what I think happens, but what I thought happened didn't what was happen happened and I see. This is this is what's so difficult about this is I don't want to give away the movie. Well, you know what's I great wa- about it is
2: like they're like, what the hell is what the fuck is this movie about? Yeah, really I know. Watch it. They're like, what are these
1: two people talking about? No, you should go see it. And I never say go see something if I don't think you should see it, and that's just a fact. Like, and it, you, producer Char, when you if you want to see it, I'll see it again.
2: Really? Like, uh, yeah,
1: I'll totally see it okay, again. Okay, and then we'll
2: go see it. Yeah, it
1: it's actually, and, and I don't see movies twice usually, but this movie was just. I mean, I was just so captivated and like.
2: You know, half the time going, wait,
1: okay, hold on. So that's, you know, when I have those feelings, it makes me want to see it again.
2: Yeah, and so, and the movie is out, uh, I, I believe it opens wide July, July 1st. Yeah, July 1st, is, you can go
1: see it anywhere in the Bay Area or anywhere and, in and this, the world.
2: This actual episode was dropped on, um, I believe, J- June 30th. So. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, uh, so, so uh It's right in time for the—you listen to this, and you get to go straight to the movie theater and watch it, like, you know, for July 4th weekend.
1: Yeah, stop what you're doing. Because really, do you want to be out on July 4th weekend with the amateurs drinking? I don't think so. (laughs) Me being the former professional. Okay. Let me just give a quick synopsis of the movie, though. Um So Hank, played by Paul Dano, is stranded on a desert island, having given up all hope of ever making it home again. But one day everything changes when a corpse named Manny, who's played by Daniel Radcliffe, washes up on shore. The two become fast friends and ultimately go on an epic adventure that will bring Hank back to the woman of his dreams. That in no way tells you anything about the movie, because I've seen it. Um, That's just a synopsis, and I'm saying you still don't get it, so go see it. Because it's awesome, but so the interview is with with Daniel Scheinert and Daniel Kwan, uh, collectively known as the Daniels, which is what I called them. I was like, I don't know if they like being called that. I hope they do because that's what I called them. And they're just they were great guys. They were totally sweet. They were adorable. I was a, I loved interviewing them. I I yeah, think they were a lot. They're of fun. like people I would hang out with. Like I just I liked them. They were great.
2: And and, and I hate like I don't know. I guess I'm really lucky because I always have interviews that it seems like. It I, I assume it sounds to me like they're having a good time. So I'm thinking, like, oh yeah, everybody's having a good time. This is great. They exactly. Yeah, You're there like, was I'm, only
1: there was only one. You guys are
2: great. You're awesome. You yeah, like No, seriously, I'm,
1: I felt like that. There, there was only there's actually only been one interview that I could think of where I didn't feel that way. And obviously I'm not gonna say what that is, but you guys you can tell it wasn't this one because this one was awesome. <laughs> you can tell the one that I'm talking about. But anyway, without further ado, here is the interview with the Daniels. Directors of Swiss Army Man, a movie that you should immediately go see.
0: Should
3: we sing an intro song? Okay. Just sitting here with Dana and Charlene. We're going to record a cool interview. Please see
1: our movie. We're bad at singing. Okay, great. (laughs) (laughs) So welcome to the show. We're here with the Daniels.
3: Thank you. Hello, Hello, everyone. The directors
1: of Swiss Army Man. So I just want to say walking into this movie, I was definitely positive that there were no new ideas. That everything had been done, and I stood corrected when I walked out of there. I can't. Oh great! I loved the movie, and Thank I you. thought, I mean, I thought what I was going to see because I read about it, and I was like, "What? It's going to be like Weekend at Bernie's?" So not.
3: Yeah. But yeah, so I understand
1: yeah. you, but it was going to be a short film, but then there was too much content.
3: No, it was. It was actually going to be like less than a short film. It was going to be a sketch. It was going to be. It was just like the image of a man like flying off to to safety, to, to home, um, on top of a dead body that was farting. It was going to be like a beautiful (laughs) and, and jubilant, uh, triumphant moment. And that was all we had. Yeah, just a vine. Yeah, exactly. A good vine. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, uh, But then we were like, oh, that's such a, that's such a waste of time. We should never make that unless we have more time to tell a story. And so we were like, maybe this would fit into a feature. Maybe there's a lot of uh, interesting things to explore there. And, and, and
0: maybe, maybe Dana will be, uh, convinced that there's new ideas out there exactly yeah. i was i couldn't yeah. believe
3: that and, and that's kind of why we make our stuff the way we do is because we're also searching for new ways to um to remind ourselves that we're we're all humans and we are all just trying to figure this out and i think it, because we've been watching the same stories over and over again we forget that and it becomes really cliche and easy to gloss over the truths in, in films that um that we've been told so many times, and so this was like a fun way to transport us and our viewers to a new, uh, a new world and a new mindset, so that we can relearn those things.
1: Right, and the music—did you guys do the music? That's uh, what I was as you told. Could tell when
0: we were singing, that's—I was yeah, like, yeah, it yeah. sounds like the beginning of the movie. No, <laughs> no but, uh, we hired some guys that are much better. Music than us. Yeah, um, but it was a,
3: cl- a very collaborative process. It was us two working with um, these guys from a band called Manchester Orchestra, who um, are amazing Atlanta band that we have done a music video for. And we just really liked the guys, and we knew that their um, the the lead singer Andy has a, a incredible voice and a really great way of uh, crafting beautiful, simple melodies. and And we knew that this film was going to be filled with. Uh, s- melodies that get stuck in your head when you're, um, out, stranded in the middle of nowhere, you know, the kinds of things that you sing to yourself, and that was kind of where we started, but obviously the, the score goes all over the place, and it's very big and very majestic.
1: Is that why it started off with the humming? Is it because he was trying to calm himself because of what he was doing? Yeah. Is it with the noose? Yeah, exactly. whenever
0: I'm, like, doing yard work or alone in the woods, I'll, I'll start singing and talking to myself pretty quick, uh. Yeah, and but, so but there,
3: like you're saying, there's also this quality of, of, of um, there's, a, there's a peacefulness that comes with singing and music, and uh, um, even in the, in the movie, the, the main character talks about how uh, his mother used to sing to him when um, he, was, we, he would overthink things, and I think that, that's kind of uh, something we do. We, uh, we, we all sing, uh, or use music as a way to, to calm ourselves down.
1: Definitely. Who thought? Who thought of the idea of having one of the characters be dead? Was that like you said, the beginning concept about somebody writing on their friend or a dead person, any dead yeah. person who's farting? Did where did the dead guy come in? How did that come into play?
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it started uh, like you said with that image, and then um, uh, we came up with the idea of you know the the corpse coming to life and the um, the guy needing to remind the corpse like what home is and like this is where we're trying to go and this is what life's like and, and and that was really when we decided like this could be a fun longer form project was when that relationship started to kind of evolve in our heads um this idea of uh uh being completely separate from society and trying to like teach uh, an amnesiac like what he's missing um and uh, And and that kind of felt like a a ripe little relationship. Um, So he's, he's a dead guy for just a little while.
1: Right, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. Just a little while, and then he comes back to life based on the memories and all of these, the thoughts that the other character is putting in his head. I thought that was so interesting. Like, did that just come from exploration? Like, where where did all of the ideas come from? I mean, with all the stuff that they're making in the woods and like all of these fake scenarios they're doing.
3: Yeah, I think where did it come from? We don't know. I, I think exploration is is exactly right. That's kind of our process. We 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 have these absurd images that we latch onto and we really like, for some reason are compelled to explore and the dig, the more we dig deep um the more it rewards us i guess with especially this this specific uh story and so we just kept thinking about what does it mean for a dead body to be empty and for a man to have to fill it up again to basically uh deconstruct what it means to be a human um and like what would we what would we teach a dead body if they asked us what life is like and we we taught we would talk about Jurassic Park and we would talk about junk food and we would talk about um, sex and we'd you know You'd all have to
0: teach him about like his body because his body would really confuse him right and,
3: yeah and, and, and so that's i mean that it all, everything even though it's it's an absurd premise everything tried to come we try to make it come from a really honest place like what what is uh, what is the 2016 version of a man and what 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 are the things that fill his mind, um, Netflix. You know?
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, 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 I mean, it was it was crazy and astonishing to me, but it was also real. Yeah. Like it was also like, well, yeah. I mean, like I also get that they were talking about actual feelings that people i mean things that like when he said before the internet girls used to be more special yeah. i was like that's such a brilliant thought that's so true yes
3: yeah, it's, we it's, were you know yeah. and then there's the internet and yeah. it's like nah. and it's real it's, it's a really yeah. sad truth that like when we wrote it like it to us it was kind of sad and now whenever we watch it with audiences that people laugh there because it's it's almost like it's an like uncom-
0: biggest laughs.
3: it's like an uncomfortable truth that, it's, like, yeah, it yeah, really yeah, is it's, it's, it's
2: like, like no. oh yeah
1: yeah
3: <laughs> it's yeah and I, I i think we wanted to fill the movie with those kind of uncomfortable truths that 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 you probably shouldn't put in a film and you should not say but um but yeah
0: once we stuck them in there it was, it's been really rewarding you know cuz like yeah uh, everybody has this kind of communal experience of like Going like being taken out of their comfort zone, but then uh, you know leaving with a little bit of hope and and going out in the lobby and talking. Uh, it's been it's been a pretty fun uh, prank to pull on people. Yeah. <laughs>
3: which
1: part? Which parts of the movie have been most rewarding for you guys? Like, what feedback are you getting that's most rewarding? Which parts that you put wow. in?
0: I think it, I think we sometimes we say like we, we wanted this movie to be like an olive branch from. The weirdos who are out of the closet to all the weirdos who are in the closet and and so like our, our favorite reactions are when people you wouldn't think would like this movie tell us they love it um whether that's like um there was there was one lady who was like she was like my mom's age at Sundance and she came up on stage after a Q&A and she was like I know I'm not supposed to be up here but um I just wanted to tell you I I have I have one friend and, and he can fart in front of me, and I have another friend, and he can't. And and I just know he would be so much happier if he could. And then she started crying, and like that oh. happened. Yeah, Haldino gave her this big hug, and and we were like, "It's okay, it's <laughs> okay." And uh, yeah, it's so that was surreal, so rewarding to know, like, our weird little movie, like our twenty-year-old selves, were able to make a movie that like rang true for her. You know, on that really weird. Level. Yeah, and
3: obviously she wasn't. She wasn't talking about farts. She was talking about something much deeper about a friend who she could not reach out to. But she used our absurd metaphor, and and it became a very real thing for her. And that I think that's 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 been really amazing because I think this whole film is is. Uh, is an exercise in us trying to put out into the world, something that is an anomaly or something that is a contradiction to what people believe, um, should exist, you know? And so like, if that starts to manifest itself in strange ways, like this woman's, uh, um, ability to talk about her friend, that's absurd and funny, but also really beautiful. It's like kind of, uh, the best kind of reaction you could hope for.
1: Yeah, like, does life imitate art? Does art imitate life? It's right, yeah. yeah. When people can see themselves in the movie, even if it's something kind of absurd. Right. I mean, then you did your, did your job, basically.
3: Exactly, yeah. That was, that was like, one of those moments where it it, it, it felt like we made a, a good decision in making this movie, you know? And some days, it's, it's hard to tell. You know, sometimes, it's like, we kind of fluctuate back and forth between figuring out what this film um, has become, you know? Yeah, like,
0: oh, my God, we're talking in a microphone. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, what are
3: we doing with our lives? That's the beauty part. That's pretty brilliant, though. I mean, that's awesome.
1: Yeah How how was it cast? Because I think the casting was imperative to the fact that I think the movie was so good. It was brilliant. Exactly, yeah. Those, oh my God, the actors were amazing. I can't imagine anybody else doing it. Yeah, they...
0: That's
3: how we feel, yeah.
0: Yeah. (laughs) We, um... We just picked the best guys and we we're like you want to do it and for some reason they said yes and we we're like awesome cool. yeah it's, set. it's really it's was really
3: that easy it's really yes. odd it was like we, we we went out to some of our first choices and they were the ones who were most excited and i don't know what it is about these two but we just had a sense that maybe deep down somewhere inside of them was a, a weirdo and they would read the script and they would hopefully connect with something and and it, and it happened to be true to our like to our surprise it, like they, it was surprisingly easy for them to say yes. We with, just talked to them and yeah. they said
0: yes. With music videos we've found like when, when bands really want to work with us like uh, things go well and if they're like a little, like it's kind of begrudging like it kind of doesn't work out so high. Right. Uh, and so like uh, we we were so lucky and in, encouraged that like not only did they say yes but they were like enthusiastic about it and and the same with uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead is in the film and the we did not think that the, the actress who played Sarah would be someone of her caliber, but uh, she, like, we reached out to her and she just said yes, and yes, please, and was like a big fan, and we were like, oh my god, okay, you now you have to be Sarah, I can't believe you that is are so, so cool. Yeah, enthusiastic about, you know, uh, going on this journey with us, um, and th- that kind of rings true for the whole crew, you know, yeah, like, yeah there's yeah. a bunch of folks who, who wanted to be involved, not just, like. Say yes. I
3: think I think the people who are who are drawn to this project end up owning the project too. They they end up like treating it like it's their own, which is I think so special and so so much. It makes it makes the the final product watching the final product so much more fun, knowing that everyone has a piece of this thing, um, and it's not just ours anymore.
0: Yeah.
1: When you, when you said that um, it works as well with bands when they're really into it and it comes into fruition, are you talking about Tenacious D by any chance?
3: <laughs> I mean, yes.
1: I, I'm the biggest Tenacious D fan ever. Like Me too. the Beastie Boys had to cancel on our Outside Lands festival, So I was horrified. Yeah. But then they were like, everybody's complaining, "Oh, it's Tenacious D," and I'm like, "Now I'm yeah. all over it. Now yeah. it's gonna really be good." <laughs> yeah. So I saw what's the rise of the, the, rise of the fin- Phoenix video. Uh-huh. You yeah. guys? Once I knew the connection, I was like, "Oh, I can see how yeah. that. You know, I can see that it's the same people directed for Army Man. Now I can totally see that."
3: Nice. Yeah.
0: That's funny. Yeah, they were. Um, it's total sweethearts. Uh, we, they didn't go after us that hard, but, like, they did, like, believe in us, oddly enough. Like, we sent them that treatment, and we we're like, I don't know if they're going to like it. <laughs> and Jack and Kyle were like, heck, yeah, we trust you. The strangest
1: but, thing And they're I'm, genius, yeah. so uh, they're, what a compliment. I know, yeah.
3: they're amazing. The, the first time we ever met uh, them was on the day of the shoot because they just showed up, and we shook hands. And uh, we remember distinctly, we shook hands with Jack Black. And then he just looked at us and farted. Oh, no joke. Right there. And then he's like, "Guys, just farted. Let's move the conversation over there." And <laughs> oh we all moved God. over there. And it was it was such it was such a funny way to meet someone because immediately the, there was nothing, there was no wall between uh, anyone because that happened, and, and it just became immediately like a really fun working relationship. And I was like, "That is." Uh, that is an amazing introduction.
2: Because
1: he's exactly the way you would want him to be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's how I yeah, would want him. To
3: exactly. Be. It, it was it was such a funny, strange thing. And 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 it, even now, when if we ever when we do run into him, sometimes he's still just like a really sweet, genuine person.
0: There was a while when like he was the inspiration of this movie. Like working with him and, and like him as like a. There's like a weird guy who sings a lot. I can see that. I love love
1: him. I think he's brilliant.
0: Yeah, he's amazing.
1: I think this movie was brilliant, too. We're out of time with the interview, but I just want to say I loved the movie, and I think everybody should see it. We agree. (laughs) Yes, right? Shouldn't they? Yeah. No, it's it's actually a great movie. I mean, I'm really a jaded person, and it didn't remind me of anything. Everything Mm -hmm. was new, and just... I really appreciate that, Great. so thank I want you. to say thank, thank you, you Daniel that. and Daniel. We
3: made it for you specifically. <gasps> oh my so. God, I'm I so sorry. Like <laughs> thank you, Daniel. Dana. Thank Dana's you. Movie. Yes, go see my movie. See
1: <laughs> well, there you have it, folks. Go see Swiss Army Man. It's in theaters everywhere. July 1st. Great movie. Thank you for listening to another episode of Radio Rehab, your news and entertainment dealer. You can call or text 415-496-9511, email rehab at gotoproductions.com, that's G-O-T-O productions.com. On the Facebook, the Instagram, and the Twitter, it's at Radio Rehab Dana. Thank you for listening. See you next time.